morning, everybody. It is Monday morning again, and we are going to go into the Word. We're just giving a few seconds for some people to log on. See, there's already two people watching. Welcome, everybody. There's a couple more now. So welcome, everybody, to the Monday morning meeting. So please, uh, just after this meeting, we're going to go into a meeting with uh, the, the people from uh, the church building that we are looking at. So uh, just, you know, agree with us, pray with us. Um, so we, uh, there's something that God placed in my heart, the type of a plan to do this thing. So um, let's pray that we have favor with him and that we will be able to buy this building. All right, so this is something that we really need to do. And uh, so we can't um, grow anymore in this place. So uh, this new building, uh, if we take about 70 chairs into this place, it is, you know, this is a fair amount of people inside here. The max we can squish in here is 150, and then there's no space for anything. That place for the same monthly price, around about, will take 400 to 700. Okay, so, so it's, it's a big difference. It's a big change. So this is something that we really need to do. So pray with us. Um, we need favor. We need God to open up doors for us. And I believe this is going to be awesome. All right. So hello, Brits. Hello, Janine. Hello, Eric. Hello, Lanai and Dini and uh, Janine again. <laughs> Marietta and Pavesi. Uh, hello, Eric. Bless all of you. Uh, I see the comments there. Okay, so I just want to start reading in First Thessalonians 5. And uh, I think this is a scripture that uh, has so much to say, man. But uh, I'm going to focus on a few things. I'm going to start reading in verse 16. It says, Be happy in your faith. Rejoice and be glad-hearted continually always. It's a lot like Philippians 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. It didn't say rejoice in the Lord you know, when there's money in the bank or rejoice in the Lord when, 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 when. Always. So we rejoice. And the rejoicing, uh, you know, let's, uh, it gives out power. It's, so it changes circumstances. So if you, if you take it to First Peter 1, it says, uh, though you don't see him, you exult with inexpressible, triumphant, heavenly joy at the same time receiving the outcome of your faith, the saving of your soul. So, so uh, the outcome of your faith comes as we rejoice. Okay, so that's a sermon on its own. Verse 17, but unceasing in prayer. So we rejoice and we are unceasing in prayer, praying perseveringly. So we keep on praying, you know, like that armband, pray until something happens. Okay, so <laughs> pray until something happens. Don't stop praying. Be unceasing in prayer. Uh, pray in the Spirit. Just be always in a prayerful attitude. In verse 18, thank God in everything. Okay, so be happy, be unceasing in prayer, and thank God in everything, no matter what the circumstances may be. Be thankful and give thanks, for this is the will of God for you who are in Christ Jesus. Okay, so be happy, be prayerful always, give thanks. That's God's will. All right? Do not quench, suppress, subdue the Holy Spirit. So quench is, the word quench is used when fire is spoken of. Okay, so there's a fire burning on the inside of you. So don't quench that fire. 
Okay, don't dampen that fire. Don't suppress and subdue that fire. He says here in verse 20, Do not spurn the gifts and utterances of the prophets. Do not depreciate prophetic revelations or despise inspired instruction or exhortation or warning. But test and prove all things until you can recognize what is good to hold fast. Okay, so test all things. He didn't say, you know, test all things and hold on to what is good. And so you, so you try out all the stuff you already know that is evil. You try out drugs and you try out it because you have to test everything. Hey, listen to the next verse. He says abstain from evil. So if you know something is evil, abstain from it. So, but he's saying it in the context of words that's spoken to, to you. You know, test every prophetic word. If, the, if there's a prophetic word coming to you, test it to the scriptures. If it's not in the scriptures, then don't take it. And then hold on to what is good. Because all prophesy in part. So if a prophetic word comes, test it with the scriptures. Okay? Verse 22, abstain from evil, shrink from it, and keep aloof from it in whatever form or whatever kind it may be. And may the God of peace himself sanctify you through and through and separate you from profane things, make you pure, wholly consecrated to God, and may your spirit and soul and body be preserved Sound and complete and found blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he who is calling you to himself and utterly trustworthy and he will also do it. Fulfill his call by hallowing and keeping you. So he will sanctify you. He will do that. But what, what is your part in it? Don't spurn the gifts. Uh, don't quench the spirit. Okay, so I want to just go on to uh, what Paul wrote to Timothy. Okay. So, uh, First Timothy. All right. So, First Timothy, chapter four, verse fourteen. Just listen to this. So, remember, don't spurn the gifts. Don't quench that fire. Don't quench the spirit inside of you. He says, verse fourteen. Do not neglect the gift which is in you, that special inward endowment which was directly imparted to you by the Holy Spirit by prophetic utterance. So the prophetic utterances, you know, pay attention to them. It's, it's God speaking to you. But test them to the, with the word of God, okay? When the elders lay their hands upon you at your ordination, practice and cultivate and meditate upon these duties. Throw yourself wholly into them as your ministry so that your progress may be evident to everybody. All right? Look well to yourself, to your own personality, and to your teaching. Persevere in these things. Hold to them, for by doing so, you will save both yourself and those who hear you. Okay, so we make sure that our teaching is according to the Word of God, and uh, we look well to ourselves also. So we want to be sanctified through and through, and Jesus is faithful to do it. Okay, but there's a role that we need to play. Don't neglect the gift that is in you. The prophetic words that came, that inward endowment, that impartation that you have received by the laying on of hands and prophetic word. It says practice, cultivate, meditate upon these duties. Okay? Right? Don't neglect the gift. Now, he says in 2 Timothy... Where's the other one? He says in 2 Timothy 1 verse 
Five, I'm calling up memories of your sincere and unqualified faith. The leaning of your entire personality on God in Christ in absolute trust and confidence in his power, wisdom, and goodness. A faith that first lived permanently in the heart of your grandmother, Louise, and your mother, Eunice, and now I'm fully persuaded dwells in you also. That is why I would remind you to stir up and rekindle the embers of Fan the flame of, keep burning the gracious gift of God, the inward fire, the inner fire that is in you by means of the laying on of my hands with those of the elders at your ordination. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, of cowardice, of craven and cringing and fawning fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of a calm, well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. So this is what this fire will be. It will be power, love, and a sound mind. Okay? Discipline, self-controlled. Okay, so I just want you to pay attention to this. This is something that God has laid on my heart this morning. Be thankful. Be prayerful always. Okay? Rejoice. Be prayerful. Be thankful. And don't spurn the gift of prophecy. Those words, I want you to think back on prophetic words that you've received. I want you to think back on the inner fire that you've had. I want you to think back on everything that you've ever experienced. And those things shouldn't be quenched. Those things shouldn't be neglected so that they burn lower or start fading away. But they should be paid attention to. And they should be stirred up. Okay, so how does that happen? How do you stir up the gift? Well, he says, be in prayer always. Be prayerful always. And be thankful. So the one thing that's going to quench this fire is when you complain about everything. <laughs> when you look around you and you look to everything and you just complain, 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 complain. Okay, through the, the moaning and groaning and complaining of the Israelites in the desert, many of them died. Okay, so they were hard hearted, they were stiff naked people. So we need to really resist the temptation of complaining. Complaining feels like, you know, I'm justified in saying this because, you know, everything is wrong and nothing is working, and look at this and look at that and look at what this one is doing and look at what that one is doing. That's not God's spirit. That's, that's an, an expression of, uh, you know, pointing out things and bringing to the awareness things that are not of God, you know, qualities that does not flow out of God, okay? And it's an expression of judgment. So we want to complain because we want to show that we are better than the people who do this and this and this and this and this and this. So we don't complain, okay? So whatever your circumstances Whatever is happening around you, okay, this person made a mistake and now I don't have money. That person made a mistake and now my, there's no water in this neighborhood. That, this per person made a mistake and now we have load shedding. <laughs> or whatever the thing is that you can complain about. Or someone scratched your car or whatever happened. Or your children is very naughty and they tire you out. Whatever the situation is. Or your you know, your dog ate your favorite shoes or whatever, this is, whatever it is. Don't complain. Don't. Don't. It's going to quench the fire. Okay? So what do you do? Be thankful. 
So inside everything, oh Lord Jesus, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your goodness. And in the midst of it, you start making proclamation of, of thankfulness for everything that God has promised you through prophetic word. Everything that God has promised you through the word of God. Everything that God has spoken to you over your life. Oh, Lord, I thank you that these circumstances is not where we're going to end. So what we're going to have is we're going to have this and this and this and this. Um, thank you, Lord, that you have never failed us. Uh, in every circumstance, you're always faithful in providing our needs. We thank you, Lord, that you're so good. Thankfulness, giving thanks to God, is one of the highest forms of praise that you can give. Especially if you give thanks for something that is promised that you don't yet see. It's a, it's a high form of praise. And you need faith for it. Okay. So faith in Christ. Me, and you're so convinced, fully persuaded, fully convinced of who he is and what he said. And that word is burning and kept burning and stirred up in your heart by thankfulness and by prayer and by, by rejoicing in what he said. So what happens? Now power is released and then the fire burns even brighter. And people can't understand why you're so happy because everything is falling apart. He says, just watch this space. Maybe it's falling apart for you, but it's not falling apart for me. So where everything is going down, we're going to go up. Okay, why are we going to go up? Because that's what God says. So we're not going to be exalting ourselves into a position of judgment and point a finger and complain about everything. What we're going to do is we're going to humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. And in due time, he's going to lift us up. And I believe it's due time. So, but we need to have a humble um, uh, posture before God. We need to have a humble attitude of heart before God. So in, instead of thinking that, you know, we are entitled to everything good and we want to complain about everything bad, it's not God's spirit. How about we just say, Lord Jesus, if it wasn't for you, everything would have been just going up in flames. If it wasn't for you, everything would be damned and corrupted and messed up. Everything would be much worse than we think it is. Okay? So we thank you, Lord, for what we have that is good. And you start to, to think in your mind and meditate on all the good things. Philippians 4, whatever is good and winnable, whatever is of good report, whatever is, you know. Whatever is sound, whatever is winsome, whatever, think on, meditate on these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Okay? So we rejoice in Him, and we meditate on the good things. So remember that old song, count your blessings one by one. Okay? It's an old song. Many of the younger generation people don't know the song. Count your blessings one by one. Okay? So um, if you don't know it, YouTube it, you'll find it, okay? <laughs> so count your blessings one by one. So I only know the song because we did it in the university choir, but in, in Afrikaans, okay? So, so count your blessings one by one. So then you, then you, uh, you stand astounded with what God has done, all right? So, so we, we meditate on the good things. Man, I, there may be some issues, but man, I've got the best wife in the world. Wow. God is so awesome. And my children are all healthy. Man, God is so good. There's no issues. There's no problems. They're just normal, healthy, very alive <laughs> toddlers, <laughs> all three of them. So 
we thank God for them. And we thank God that he's provided for us for everything. We thank God, man, we have an awesome house to stay in and we have good clothes to wear and we drive well and we eat well. It's going well. We thank God and we give him praise for everything that he's done for us, okay? In that attitude of heart, it's easy to receive the next thing. In that attitude of heart, it's easy to receive what God has promised because you're meditating on what God has promised. You're meditating on the faithfulness of God. You're meditating on everything that God has already given to you. Okay, so for you to walk in revival. Okay, so many people have, have a promise of revival. We're going to, man, we're going to have revival. And that's good. If you don't have that burning in your heart, have it burning today, okay? We're going to host revival. We're going to have revival, man. So we're going to have that fire, and we're going to minister that fire to the whole world. How are we going to do that? Thank you, Lord, for what you've done. We receive. We thank you for your Holy Spirit that's in us. We thank you, Lord. We don't want to neglect the gift. We don't want to quench the fire. We thank you for the fire. This fire is precious to us. Thank you for your fire. Thank you, Lord, that your presence and your fire and your glory within us will just manifest and change all the outward circumstances. But, Lord, thank you for this precious gift that we have. Thank you, Lord, for your spirit. Thank you for your glory. Thank you for all the signs and wonders that we've seen. Thank you for all the provision that is a thankful heart. Okay? And you stir up. You start praying in tongues. And now the Holy Ghost, that inward endowment, that fire, is praying in you and through you. So that fire is stirred up even more and the manifestation gets more. And you pray and you pray and you stir yourself up. And by the end of, of an hour, you feel like you pray another hour. And by the end of that other hour, seven hours pass. And when you see, like, everything is changed. Okay? So have, an, have a thankful heart and, and get perspective. The real heavenly treasure has been placed on the inside as a free gift. That's the treasure. The treasure is not the new car. The treasure is not the new house. The treasure is not the church building that we're trying to buy. The treasure is not all those things. The treasure is the Holy Ghost on the inside. That's the gift. Don't neglect your gift. Because out of that gift flows all the other blessings. Are those things good? For sure. Is it treasure? Yes. But the greatest treasure is Him dwelling on the inside of you. So the best thing that we can do in any circumstances, we thank you, Lord. Okay? So if you feel like you want to start complaining, zip your lips. Put a, I don't know, a washing pin on your lips or something. Or, but, or just get in the habit of if you want to curse something or if you want to start complaining, just say, <laughs> If you want to curse someone in traffic, Rather that than, than speaking something against what the Spirit of God is burning for in your heart. Okay, so when we speak out of that fire, the power is released and faith grows and we impart something to people. So uh, let's keep our hearts aware of the Holy Spirit so that he can sanctify us through and through so that he can keep us from all things that are profane. Okay, he is faithful and he will do it. Another thing to thank him about. Okay, he is, he is faithful and he will do it. All right, so we can just be thankful and praise his name and we can pray in tongues. We can be in prayer always. All right, so this is what I have in my heart today. I think it's, it's just a good attitude of heart to just be constantly stirring up the fire, to just be constantly looking for something to, to say and do that's conducive to stirring up the spirit. 
like laying hands on the sick, like prophesying to someone, like stirring up the gift, activating the gifts. Like, you know, you find yourself in a queue in a shopping you know, supermarket somewhere, instead of complaining about the long queue, why don't you trust God for words of knowledge for everybody in the queue and you start prophesying over them? Okay, I remember a couple of years ago, a couple of years ago, years ago, <laughs> I was standing in the deeds office, okay, in, that was still when they were in the old building, and the deeds office, there was this long uh, wooden table with, you know, forms and stuff that people have to fill in. So there was this long queue next to this long wooden table, and everyone is carrying their deeds, and they need to, to put it in. There's, uh, at the end of the table, there's like a lot of small tables with computers with ladies that are scanning in all these deeds into the system. So now we need to stand there and wait for them, and then they scan it in and so on, but you have to fill in a form, Okay. So everyone in front of me, I remember this so well, everyone in front of me, complain, complain, complain. Everyone back of me, complain, complain. Oh, these girls are so slow today, and nothing is working, and, and guess what? The system is not good again today, and wah, 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 wah. This one's complaining, everyone in the queue, complaining. Wah, 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 wah. It's like, a, it's like a, you know, one of those trees with all the bird's nests in it. Everyone complaining, Okay. But I was just standing there, and I was just meditating on the scriptures. You know, we went to Spirit Word, and man, I had this awesome experience in the Spirit. And, and man, I was just thinking of the scriptures. Man, I was just in glory. And I was just standing there. And then suddenly, a revelation came. Man, and I was so blessed. Wow, thank you, God. And I grabbed those forms, and I just turned it over. And on the back, I just started writing down scripture references as the, the, as the things connected. And I was just, in, I was just entranced. And by the, by the time that I got out of it, I was in front, and, and I went in front to you know, have the deeds and stuff scanned. So you can, you can stand there in the same queue. As people <laughs> are complaining. And you can have a glorious meeting with the Holy Ghost right there in the midst of them. And they won't, they won't even know it. Alright? So, um, uh, another time. What's the other thing that I wanted to say? Um, I don't know. A call came through and it, and it threw me now. Okay. So, <laughs> alright. So, uh, oh yes, I remember now. I remember what I wanted to say. Okay, Ezekiel. Remember Ezekiel, the prophet. You know, he was uh, caught up in visions and he was caught up in heavenly experiences. Okay, so he was there in Babylonian captivity next to the river Chebar, and everyone was complaining next to the river. Okay, and they were singing. You know, by the rivers of Babylon we sat down and there we wept when we remembered Zion, Psalm 137, and. Uh, they said, sing us the Lord's song, and how can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? But if you read Ezekiel, he was next to the river Jebar, and in the midst of the Babylonian captivity, sitting in the middle of all those complaining people. And he just said, and I was caught up, and I had visions of God. So we can have that experience in the midst of any situation. How can you have that experience? Be thankful, be prayerful, always Okay, be, you know, happy, rejoice in everything, pray without ceasing, all right? That's the will of God. God will sanctify you through and through. Stir up the gift, that inward endowment, that inner fire that you receive by prophetic word and the laying on of hands. 
All right, so be blessed. I hope this, is, this has blessed you and helped you. May you just experience more and more of the treasure of God. May you just know the grace and the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ throughout. Okay, all right, have an awesome day. I'll see you again tomorrow morning. Pray for us. We're going into that meeting at 10 o'clock. So uh, I believe we're just going to have an awesome outcome. All right, be blessed. Amen.